This Pac-12 Part Two Conference Preview and Carson Steele Interview Edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. They're back with their Circus Survivor and Circa Millions contest. Fourteen million dollars up for grabs. Get all the details over at CircusSports.com. What's up, guys? This is Carson Steele. You're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. The Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Pac pa- pa- 12 football. We're reasonable. We're educated. Yeah. We go to class and we compete on the field. <laughs> we are true student athletes. We, we are true student athletes. Uh, I do believe they won the most championships out of anyone in uh, conference of championships yeah, or conference year. of champions. Uh, UCLA, of course, touts the school of champions, mm. and school then, of Olympians, school then, of a lot of things. And then again, Wisconsin's water polo team, not necessarily a, a known commodity. <laughs> wow. Hey, you, you making a Big Ten comment here? We're joined, of course, by Colby Dan, aka the Dantabase, aka Pick Dundee from the College Football Experience. That's a good point, Colby. This is not the Big Ten West preview. This yeah. is the Pac-12 this part is two. Should we, Pac-12. Should, should we talk about San, San Diego State now or two days from now? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so well, where we are? Time machine going on here. Yeah, we are. Uh, these college football previews are pre-taped. I'm down in uh, Central America going on Ooh, some adventures. Uh, me too, aka Florida. Yes, same thing. Same, a similar vibe. Uh, <laughs> so if there is some sort of breaking news, San Diego mm. State joining the Pac-12. Uh, Colby will put out an emergency episode on the college football experience if that happens. We are talking uh, the upper half of the Part Two uh, Pac-12 teams. It's crazy. Which, by the way, San Diego State immediately jumps into the upper half of the Pac-12. Do you think what, so? I think what thirteen straight bowl games or, or being well. I mean, as much as we love to clown it. Brady Hoke, but they so, they have they have quietly just all they've done win football. Well, that, uh, that was well, ro- just Rocky ro- Long was most of that. I, I'm then, just saying yeah. the the Pac-12, a super strong conference this year, especially and especially top heavy. I mean, the first team we're going to talk about in the second half, Oregon State, their win totals eight and a half. Yeah, like it, it's it's just crazy. You know what I love though about the potential of San Diego State coming in? UCLA plays at San Diego State this year at the Snapper, mm. and uh, careful, the, Snapper. Yeah, you, you, look, made from the best stuff on earth down there, and and they, they gotta go. You you could make the argument because San Diego State beat them in Pasadena two years ago. So if they complete the sweep on this home and home. <laughs> Then uh, you can make the argument that what was UCLA? Uh, you're kind of upgrading in that capacity. You're still u- losing USC, but uh, oh, I mean, you had upgrading on the UCLA you can't side of be it. the Pacific Twelve. Although maybe we rebrand to not have a number, so we're not tied into that that number twelve. But if you're a Pacific Coast Conference, you have to have a you have to be represented in Southern California. Yeah. How can you not? Yeah. So they're they're kind of. We I mean, should try and go to this game. Snapdragon Stadium, the Snapper. Yeah, 
gotta gotta get over there. Brand new stadium. There's a lot of money coming into San Diego State. Obviously, just the national championship run in college basketball that helps. Uh, certainly helps. The baseball team's pretty good as well. You add all three of those sports that are potential revenue sports, and uh, look, you might wake up a sleeping giant because we've said this forever. Whether it's Ricky Williams, mm. whether it's Alex Smith, keep him at home. Wh- wh- whether it's Ronnie Lott Jr. Sale, <laughs> all San Diego. You know what I mean? Like San Diego is a very underrated talent bed, and if you open up that door, San Diego State could you, really you play really, sports all for their four academics seasons. are lower. Yeah, you know what I mean. So oh, look, come I, on, I, Ju- Justin Decker's an alumni. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's strange. I I don't think it's like on one hand is is UCLA and USC leaving for the Big Ten really going to affect their ability to keep guys at home that they want to keep at home. I don't know. We'll see. All right, let's anyway, get to but, actual but teams in two, the actual Sean, conference. To Sean's uh, concluding point, eight and a half. Oregon State, the first team we're going to talk about, and nine and a half is the top of the bar. So big cluster here. A lot of teams with talent, which means a lot of tough schedules. We're going to see Oregon State, the Beavers, our Beavers. Oh, Ryan, I got to do the uh, I got to do the read. Oh, I'm sorry. You completely I completely uh, screwed it up. <laughs> of course, shout out to CircusSports.com. They are back with their Circa Millions and Circa Survivor contests. I mean, you want to talk about San Diego circuit sports. I think they have a, they have a deal with the Padres. You can see their name all over the place. Uh, again, $14 million guaranteed in prizes, five NL pick uh, five NFL picks against the spread each week for the circuit million circuit survivor. Again, just pick one winner survive. Uh, enter in Vegas, play from anywhere. Perfect excuse to go out to Las Vegas. We are going to be there hanging out at the Circuit Las Vegas last weekend in August. Uh, get you guys signed up for the contest. Again, tons of fun. Uh, hang out, say what's up to Derek. Go to circusports.com for all the details. Circusports.com. Joining us on the line, running back for the UCLA Bruins, Mr. Carson Steele. What's happening, Carson? Thanks for calling in, man. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys for having me. Excited to be here. So, well, we're, I mean, we're excited. We were just talking about it before we started the interview, but you got under our radar Tuesday nights, Maction. Yes. We were just going back and forth. Like who's this dude with the, the flowing locks, just rolling <laughs> over everyone left and right. Like we, be, we instantly became ball state fans just because of, uh, because of your running style. Walk us through the past couple of years here as you, you burst onto the scene as a Maction superstar. Yeah, Maxion was definitely my claim to fame for sure. But uh, um, you know, um, <clears throat> coming out of high school with COVID and stuff like that, you know, I signed to Ball State, a great school, and uh, it was my, only like my big offer coming out of high school. And uh, you know, just kind of put my head down, went to work, and uh, you know, kind of grinded out those last couple years. And uh, especially like, like you guys were saying, Maxion with the TV time stuff like that. You know, having the long blonde hair. Um, <laughs> you know, those Tuesday, Thursday night games. That's kind of you know you know, that really helped me kind of, you know, show my name and get me going. So, well, and we've always had a long standing theory that when you have hair that flows out of your helmet, it enhances your physical. <laughs> you ability. look elusive. Hey, you look elusive. Right. Well, and, uh, yeah, definitely. When the hair flows out, you get a little bit to it. So that well, trail. And, and I think if you're, if they're not familiar with the game, your game, you think like, oh, big physical dude, which you are, but also 96 missed force <clears throat> tackles only second Ooh. in the country last year to Bijan Robinson. Uh, explain people like what's your, if, if you had to like, kind of give a scouting report on yourself as a running back, how would you mm-hmm. profile yourself? 
Yeah, definitely. You know, a lot of people, I just kind of think, kind of think of me as like a fullback kind of thing, just kind of bully my way straight through vertical. But, you know, I've tried to, that was kind of my thing going from my freshman to sophomore year is trying to be able to have that more, you know, linear vertical kind of, you know, jump cut back to back and forth, stuff like that. So that kind of helped me this year as well, training for that. But, um, yeah, I would definitely say, you know, first of all, I'm for sure downhill runner. That's my go-to and, uh, you know, being vertical, but, you know, being able to make the first second guy miss, that's kind of like my big thing I've been working on too throughout these years. Well, I think it works pretty good. I'm looking at the, the, the log from last (laughs) year, you know, first off, We we got we might need to call our friend Jim Mora Jr. that uh, you know UConn's head coach. He's been on the show and, and you, you definitely lit him up. Gave for him a headache. There. Yeah, three touchdowns, 179 yards, and you did this like you did this like five or six wow. times uh, last season. You want to get Colby excited? Yes. Rush, r- r- get get tw- 23 carries in a game. He's yeah, good to I go. see 29. Yeah. I see 32. Uh, Football is back, baby. Get oh, him. Yeah. And, and Chip Kelly, I'm sure he must have been tuning in on some Tuesdays, and he's like, "What? Uh-huh. What, what do we got here in Muncie, Indiana? How, how's it been? <laughs> uh-huh. How did that work for out sure. into fruition? Like, how did the, the did Chip hit you up and say, hey, man, what, what's going on? How did it How did it work out for you to come to Westwood?' Um, definitely. You know, um, I kind of tell people portals. You know, the portal's a good thing for people and it's a bad thing for people. You know, unfortunately, a lot of people don't get picked up, and then it works for good. Like in my situation. Um, I entered in, uh, you know, it wasn't my first choice cause I loved ball state and loved everybody there coaching staff. But, um, you know, I knew it was kind of like the best thing for me, but I entered in and, uh, I'm trying to remember, I couldn't tell you when it was like 7. AM like, um, Eastern time in Indiana. So I don't know what time he was calling me at here, but uh, I got to call him day. now. See if he's up uh, lifting. Yeah. Hey, you, uh, you, what are you doing? Four, you better be yeah. running or lifting. What are you doing? Carson? Uh, yeah. As soon as that portal opened up, he shot on a phone call and, uh, <laughs> you know, Chip Kelly being the coach he is, um, you know, just the being able to talk to a guy and listen to him talk about, you know, just the game of football. It was, you know, a no brainer. And he ended up, I'm telling you, probably within 24 hours, he was in Muncie, Indiana coming to talk. Oh, to wow. Him. So yeah, That's it awesome. was awesome within that portal date. So right. being able to talk to him, we talked for probably two or three hours just about the football, you know, what UCLA had and kind of what, you know, their whole situation was, you know, they had their big guy leaving this year. Um, you know, Zach, you know, great running back as well. And, uh, we had a lot of similarities, you know, bigger dudes, you know, more vertical runners. So just the way he was explaining stuff as well, I just had no choice but to come here. So did he mention at all? They're in the big 10 next, not this year, next year. And you'll be back in Indiana perhaps against the Hoosiers. Uh-huh. Did that, that, did that come up at all? Oh, Carson's going to uh, be in the NFL. It came up a little <laughs> bit here and there, but it kind of wasn't like a real big thing yet. Cause they weren't for sure about everything. But as soon as it hit, you know, paper, that was a big thing for me as well too. You know, you get to come back your senior year playing, you know, the state you grew up in, you know, especially against IU as well, too. So, you know, I'm very excited for that. Well, it begs the question what, like, what do you receive? You, Mr. Football in Indiana. What are they? Is it a sash? Is it a crown? Well, I, think, I think you received some stuff we probably couldn't bring up on the show, but what do you get that we could talk about as uh, Mr. Football in Indiana? You guys are going to see me driving up brand new cars. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, honestly, it just depended. Uh, you know, yeah. with NIL and stuff now, it's kind of oh. crazy what people are getting. But personally, for me, um, you know, I just stick to football first. You know, because I feel once you kind of get down that path of, you know, trying to be all NIL first, you kind of get your head off the mind of 
what you're really coming here for, you know? So, but being out in LA, you know, it's the number one spot for, you know, like public stuff, you know? So being able to be out here and I don't know, like I was saying, long hair, stuff oh, yeah. like that. It kind of fits the whole vibe. <laughs> yeah. You know, walking around campus, so, everybody. Hey, just movie around. career, movie career afterwards. Carson, Come on. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if football <laughs> doesn't work out, movies are probably just, coming. Just, just buy a surfboard. You don't even have to learn. <laughs> just have the do. surfboard. Yeah, People, you, you'll be getting uh, some endorsements. This is what you do. You get the surfboard, you get a good beach cruiser, <laughs> and you just cruise down the beach. It'll that's work out for you. Trust me. You don't never have to get in the water. But speaking of getting in the water, I know. Uh, a, a, a transition you had to make moving from Indiana out here to LA to play for the Bruins. Uh-huh. You do have a pet alligator <laughs> named Crocky J that yep. you weren't able to bring a, bring out. But but tell us about Crocky J. I, I feel like we got to yeah, learn Crocky about the J, alligator. This is kind of the fan favorite. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know I got him when I was a kid. Um, if you know me growing up as a kid, you would realize, hey, an alligator isn't so bad for a pet as this kid. You know. I was, <laughs> I was always kind of off the wall with everything and um, trying to remember. I was like second, third grade, maybe. Um, it was Christmas. And no, I'm sorry. It was the day before Christmas Eve. And, you know, we had family over at my Nana's house. It's kind of what we did every year. And uh, the UPS man's knocking on the door. It's all cold outside. And uh, it says live reptile on top of the package. And I asked for like a animal that year i don't know i was thinking maybe turtle lizard something like that something <laughs> in the ordinary yeah and uh and he was like hey like do you mind if i stay in here and kind of watch you guys open this i've had to put it in like an incubation box for like two <laughs> weeks and uh my mom was like all freaked out so it was my nana and you could kind of see my dad in the background um you know and his co-worker <laughs> they were kind of giggling and laughing <laughs> so you could already tell something was coming up and uh so i opened the box and uh it was a burlap sack and it was all moving around and stuff. And I was like, Oh man, I got the lizard I wanted. And, um, you couldn't even see it at first. He opened the, opened the package or the burlap sack and it shot down the hallway real fast oh, no. <laughs> and it had like a tail and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I've never seen a lizard that color before. And I really got a look and it was a little baby gator. He was probably like 10 inches. So, no, no, so now, yeah, it was crazy. Nana probably about fell over when she oh, saw oh, me. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure your mom yeah, wasn't was awesome. thrilled that dad, yeah, wait, who's dad t- pulled the trigger on the alligator uh, gift. Who's who's taking yeah, care of yeah, it now? Yeah, dad definitely pulled the trigger. So it was kind of crazy. So now, yeah, it must be. I, I know when I you know, went away to college, came back, they turned my parents turned my room into an office. Sounds like <laughs> your your room is now just like a gator hangout, right? Like yeah, what do, basically. Wait, what do you do with the gator? Go, so. um, he's in a big tank now, so we're gonna we're switching him around right now because he's actually you know getting a little bigger for his tank. So they're switching around trying to figure out stuff now. He's getting pretty big now. He's. He's uh, probably around three or four feet. So, oh wow, it, it's it's yeah. funny. It's funny because earlier in the office we were talking about Mike Tyson owning a tiger and how mm. expensive that was to keep up the eating. Well, and how he slept with this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so 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 what is that? I'm just curious because what I mean, you got to feed an alligator. What does that cost? Uh, you know, it's kind of crazy. Um, personally, I don't. I would let my dad kind of handle that at first. <laughs> growing up. But um. It was kind of all over. When we were younger, we used to go to a, a pet store close by and give him like goldfish and stuff or like mm. feeder fish, what they had there. But he ended up getting actually real sick from it. And uh, 
it was the funniest thing. We had to take him to a pet doctor, you know, uh, down the road in Indiana, of course. And they probably uh, don't get a lot of gators. Uh, yeah, we were like, um, do you guys treat yes. alligators? And they looked at us like we were idiots. It was <laughs> but uh, they took him in, helped him out, got him on antibiotics and stuff. So luckily, you know, he was got better after that. And then we started feeding him. Um, he'll get like different, like various kinds of stuff, like meat every once in a while, but then he'll also get, um, it's called gator chow. It almost oh, looks like yeah. dog food. I'm pretty sure it is dog food, <laughs> but it looks, uh. it fits the part. So it's, it's his nutritious part of it. And well, yeah, that would so have been the, the other side of that. Yeah. That would have been the ultimate NIL deal. If you ended up in Florida, I know, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, to, how did Florida miss that. out on this opportunity? <laughs> Bring uh, in Carson Steele. You got an endorsement deal uh, for crack. No, 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 I got uh, a big, I, some gator food. Yeah, I, I, I got an offer. Cause I, I am, I'm, I'm finishing up a pool in the backyard. So if you did, <laughs> if crocky J wanted to come visit, Oh yeah. Come uh, hang out in the pool, get some sun. I was gonna we say can, we can put a fence down the middle. Yeah, so you can yeah, the yeah, yeah. Take the right side; we'll be good to you, go. You, you can swim in, on the other side of that fence, Kramer. Uh, <laughs> I, re- I respect. I respect predators. I respect. <laughs> no, but this is what you got, man. Crocodile Dundee, the remake. Mm, that's yeah, you basically. right there. That's you right there. You Carson Dundee. Carson Dundee <laughs> takes over LA. Carson and Crocky I'm gonna J have to start out. making movies or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I want to. I want to go back to something Ryan said earlier. You were. Uh, the what, Mr. Indiana in yeah. football, Mr. Football, mm-hmm. right? Mr. There football in Indiana. And so you said ball state only offered. So Indiana and Purdue did not offer. Yeah. So, um, come out of, I'm trying to remember coming out of my junior year. I, uh, I ended up tearing my hamstring. My junior year was a real bad year for me. Um, but you know, like I say all the time, God's plan, you know, so I'm here now, you know, I kind of figured it out. It was hard for me at first, you know, I was kind of ups- upset at everybody, but getting into the story, um, right before my junior year, I was feeling good running, um, for track and stuff. And I was just doing too much and I ended up popping my hamstring and, uh, you know, I was trying to get back to it, trying not, I was at the all American bowl or the, 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 the combine trying out for the all American bowl and popped it again. And so I had to wait until I would say week four of the season of my junior season. And I still wasn't feeling right. wasn't running well. And then, um, I waited till week eight was homecoming week. And, uh, I was feeling really good getting back into things. And if you know me and my dad, we love to train extra, always do, you know, that stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I, if you like see my living room, we have real tall ceilings and, uh, this is the craziest fluke of a thing. Me and him were tossing a ball back and forth and, uh, getting ready for the game. Cause, cause I haven't caught or anything or done anything for a little while. And I would say we were probably only 10 yards apart. And, um, he threw a ball kind of high to my left side and I went to go like kind of jump for it. And when I did, <clears throat> we have wooden floors and I had a switch, they have switch plates on the floors where, you know, you plug in and stuff and it has a wooden part. And I kid you not, I stepped right on it oh. and broke my metatarsal in my left foot. Oh. And I was out. Yeah, I was out for the rest of the year besides the last three games because we ended up going to the state championship. But unfortunately, oh. we ended up losing. Um, I was like 230 pounds. I hadn't ran all year. I came back for the last three games, which I shouldn't have at all. <laughs> and I had like a plastic wrap on my foot, just trying to be able to come back out there. But I was way out of shape and stuff. So that kind of led me to not getting recruited my junior year real heavy. And then my senior year was COVID year. So 
I'm not going to blame the injuries. I'm going to blame their scouting department. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, That's and right. That's now that saying, UCLA but... is going to be able to go there, I think revenge is on the mind. Oh, yeah. A couple I, of years oh, yeah. here, right? I, all I hear is that we're never, never yeah. rooting for Purdue. Or <laughs> I'm completely out on them. You mentioned uh, you mentioned training with your dad. I was reading uh, about kind of the the workout and, and weightlifting. You guys <laughs> it, walk us. Well, first off, when did you start lifting weights? Because I. I, I read Honestly, something. I, I want to know if it's you. crazy. It was young. It was okay. real young. Because they said before <laughs> ki- before kindergarten, which seems yeah, like Yeah, I was doing push-ups, running, all that type <laughs> That's of stuff. Awesome. Nice. I couldn't tell you how many like screaming matches me and my dad had at night after dinner. <laughs> but being a seven-year-old kid <laughs> trying to lift weights. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. Oh, your dad sounds but, awesome. Um, he's just he's just getting you jacked yeah. up, giving you alligators, yeah. playing oh, yeah. ball well, with you. Like well, at the time on. you didn't know as a kid, you know, <laughs> you're always like, Man, why is he trying to push me into all this? Yeah, I yeah. just wanna I don't know, go play outside, do something, you know. But as I grew older, I kind of realized what he was doing for me. And, you know, so once I got a little older, I was, you know, excited to come run with him, come work out with him, stuff like that. And my mom always came down there too. My mom's a trooper, she's only like ninety pounds, but you know, she could beat up probably half my friends. <laughs> you guys, you guys do like that. I think she still could take some of them. So Thanksgiving at the steel household is the Oklahoma drill. Yeah. <laughs> no, it really is. Yeah, it really is. Now, now how, how yeah. do you like going from Muncie, Indiana to, to Los Angeles? Oh. Bit, you know, I can only imagine the, the, the you know, the, the culture shock there. Yeah. Uh, how, yeah. how do you, how do you like LA and Westwood? We're not far from the Rose bowl. I know we were talking, uh-huh. you know, and, yeah. and we still want, we, we got to have you stop by the office at some point, but uh, oh, yeah. how, how do you like LA, man? Yeah, I'm definitely going to have to come out. That'd be oh, awesome, yeah. but I'm, I'm loving it for sure. You know, um, just coming out here and seeing all the types of stuff, like, I had just never seen before. And, um, you know, people ask me, they're like, Oh, where are you from around here? I'm actually from Indiana, but they see the long blonde hair <laughs> yeah. and they think I'm around here. <laughs> they're asking directions. But, um, it's, it's the craziest thing because, you know, you'll see like a celebrity walking down the street or something, you know, people won't bat an eye or anything like that. But then like one, one morning I saw like a group of like 10 or 15 people like taking pictures of something. And I was like, Oh man, it's probably a celebrity or something. And I look over and it's a raccoon and they're like, we never seen raccoons in Los Angeles. <laughs> so I was cracking up. I was like, Oh, we see yeah, you them every other oh. day. You are you, you are natural. You're, you're not starstruck uh, talking to Colby <laughs> here on the podcast. I will say, Car- uh, yeah. <laughs> Carson, one way to to really fit in in Los Angeles is to throw a dog leash on an animal that's not a dog. Oh, so if you, you ever do get Crocky <laughs> J, take it for a walk. I need to walk right Crocky J down the road. Did, I, yeah, I, I I used to live over uh, towards West Hollywood, and there was a, someone who had a pig, and they walked that pig every day, completely normal. So I think the gator, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gator would fit right. That would in. be pretty rad actually. <laughs> so you you're here, you're in LA, you're playing at UCLA, yes. running back. Mm-hmm. What are uh, do you have some goals for the season both you as a as a running back for the team? Like what do you, what's what's the big goal for this season? Definitely, you know, I've kind of, you know, kind of haven't really like pushed to make goals so far yet just because I'm trying to, you know, learn all the plays, get everything new, stuff like that, but you know, I just want to be there for this team, you know, definitely win, you know, as many games as possible as we can. And, um, you know, with, you know, all these big dudes leaving, going pro and stuff like that, everybody's kind of sleeping on UCLA a lot. And uh, I just want to kind of prove them wrong and show them, you know, and I also want to show them that, you know, being able to go from Mac, you know, to the pac 12 as well. You know, a lot of people I've been seeing a lot of like, you know, Twitter feeds, stuff like that, saying that I'm not going to be able to transition well. So hopefully, you know, 
God's plan just plays out, you know, the role that it needs to be, you know, everything goes from there. Yeah, they're, you they're, and Crocky J got to pay them a visit. <laughs> well, I was yeah. going to say, you're, they, a, you're that's you're, what I'm saying. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great buddy cop movie we're putting together. Listen, the, the hair is going to play in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't worry. It's going to work. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we're sure. gonna be going to some games. Oh, yeah, Maybe yeah. we'll get some like hey, long perfect. long wigs to rock for uh, our boy <laughs> Carson Steele. Last question. Um, last question. In Muncie for, last year they oh. were blowing up uh, alligators. You know, like oh, oh, alligators. Oh, that's a great idea. I like that. Idea. I like that. <laughs> it was I, awesome. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was just gonna, I, we. I have to ask because the the spelling of your last name is, I think, a little unique with the e at the end. Uh-huh. Are you aware of uh-huh. Lexi- Lexington and is he a relative? <laughs> What's that? Are you aware of Lexington Steel? I'm what, not. It's, oh, one, uh, it's one of Colby's favorite actors. Uh, if you look oh, him really? up, if you look no, him up, no, you look him no, up. Go no. incognito mode on your uh, browser. Yeah, he's he's known. He's also known for having a reptile that he keeps in his pants. So well, anyway, hey Carson, had to ask. This was a uh, a ton of fun. Obviously, yeah. wishing oh, yeah. you and the Bruins uh, a ton of luck. Give them a follow on Twitter and uh, yeah. Best of luck to the UCLA Bruins. Appreciate the time, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you very much. Oh man. That was awesome. And you know what else is awesome? Underdog fantasy. If you haven't signed up over at underdog fantasy yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. $25 gives you a shot to win. A, a share of $15 million in prizes. Best ball is the best way to play fantasy football over at Underdog Fantasy. Uh, make sure to check out Best Ball Mania 4. Kramer and I have been doing a ton of drafts. Love their format. It's, again, it's easy to play, it's fun. You don't have to deal with the bullshit of managed leagues. Highly, highly recommend Underdog Fantasy Best Ball. And they got season long NFL player props, daily MLB over unders, AKA pick them. So many ways to win over at underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Use that promo code and get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. Underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, Kramer, Oregon State, eight and a half wins. What are we doing here? Uh, well, we're heading to Corvallis. The Beavers, 130 to the over here at eight and a half. That's why they were going first, because they got the biggest plus price on the over. Minus 160 to the under, 11 to 1 to win the Pac 12, 25 to 1 to make the college football playoff. That That's an interesting price. 200 to 1 to win the national championship. Obviously, like these prices have all come down. I, I wish we had been tracking them through the off season, but when we first discussed the DJU transfer, it was like, hmm, you know, anytime a five star shows up to a new place when that five star has been complete shit, it gets you interested. But now we hear he might not even be the starter <laughs> out in Oregon <laughs> State. So Colby, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a shot at DJU. I think it's this freshman, yeah. uh, Aiden Childs, who's just supposed to be a stud. Um, so they have a good situation going from the, you. C- I actually think. What you- about uh, the guy who started last year, Gold Branson? Is he completely <laughs> the the lawn chair, the king lawn chair? Uh, look, this guy uh, is the reason they didn't go undefeated last year. If you yeah. go back and look. They lost to USC 17 14 in a game they were up the entire game. Yeah. He throws a critical interception. Mm. Uh, they and got, wa- Washington, they lost by three points, too. Yeah. And, and uh, the Utah game, I know you see that 42 16 score. Uh, Oregon State actually severely outgained Utah, but the, there was two pick sixes on the first two possessions of the game. And then another, a third interception, I think, on the third possession that didn't go for six. So basically, Utah got up 21 nothing in the first like three minutes of that game. You could make an argument they were a quarterback away from being 
a, oh. a very, very good team. Well, and they're, you know they're, what I mean? like, as, as far as gambling too, like they're always a fun team at home in Corvallis, 14 and five straight up last few seasons in Corvallis. I finally got a hold of my uh, Phil Steele magazine and mm. he pointed out the Oregon state was on his uh, stock market index going down. They minus 4.8 minus six is like really bad. Uh, but they're up there as far as a team that could actually regress down. I was oh, I was no. surprised. Well, their best defensive player did get plucked away by LSU, but that defense was really good. Pass so. rush still should be pretty good. Uh, they are bringing back four out of the five offensive linemen. They always seem to put in good tight ends into the league. Uh, three NFL players under head coach Jonathan Smith so Let's far. Let's talk tight about end. him yeah. because he is he was Boise's OC back in the day. Uh, he, first off, he played at Oregon State. Boise's OC during their success, their best years, I would say. Then he follows him, uh, follows Peterson to Washington. They go to the playoffs. The 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 minute he left Washington for Oregon State job, Washington started to look pretty bad. I think this guy's one of the most underrated coaches in America. And and I look, you give him a quarterback, which obviously he played quarterback. I think this team is actually. I would. I you know. I know Steele's our guy, but I would actually disagree and think the team would be way better because the defense is against Oregon. Against Oregon, they caught 19 straight runs because they knew they couldn't pass the ball, and Oregon couldn't stop them, which is even more <laughs> hilarious. This is a power team. They, they're so, not like the like when you play no, USC. They're pretty physical. Yeah, when you play USC, which is a, which and, is a tough matchup for a lot of these Pac-12 teams yeah. that kind of lean more finesse. Again, Corvallis always a tough place to play, and, and as they, well. And you got to remember, last season they were doing those uh, renovations on one side. This year, it's ready to go. It's super close to the field. I think it's the the, the closest to the to, to the field in, in all of college football now. Uh, so I love the home field advantage. And then, like closer I said, than uh, Oklahoma State now, starting this year. Oh wow, yeah. that's yeah. insane! Because that Oklahoma State situation, yeah, wild. Yeah, man. Uh, so uh, they uh, won their bowl game, which is always a, a nice thing to look at uh, when a coach is getting his program together, getting that off season momentum right. First, it's about getting to the bowl, getting the extra practices. Loses the first bowl game, twenty twenty one. Wins last year. Uh, Sean, actually born in uh, Pasadena, California. Jonathan Smith. Oh, and nice. Fun fact: He went to college before they started giving the rushing yards to the team. Uh, career negative four hundred and fifty eight rushing yards for Jonathan Smith in college at Oregon State Wait, as a, as a quarterback. Well now oh, oh, now cause, negative cause sack yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. But uh, it, yeah, pretty hilarious. That's he, a he beat. Uh, Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl when they mm. had Chad Johnson and Hushmanzada, they whooped Notre Dame's ass. It was like it was like forty-five to seven or something, something crazy. Um, I mean, I want to be high on Oregon State. I guess what I what I'm concerned at is the question at the quarterback position. Also, they did led the defense in uh, led the Pac-12 in defense last year, but they lost two of their top quarter uh, cornerbacks. But you know what's fantastic about it is. Their road schedule is yeah. I yeah, think let's, let's talk the about best. the schedule because yeah. and and the plus one thirty is tempting. They catch uh they catch three of the four other juggernauts in Utah, Washington, and Oregon. But to Colby's point, the schedule a lot of these road games are against the bottom half of the the conference and are very winnable. So to start at San Jose State, which and and, and, and Sparty oh. gets a week zero game. So they, so Marty, they're, they're solid, man. They're a bold team. So watch we, out. Yeah. We like, like in general, the Spartans are in a spot that we're probably going to want to bet on as a nice juicy home dog here. 
but um, probably you know winnable game for Oregon State. Uh, obviously, if they're, they're going to be good, UC Davis, uh, another FCS squad. Good, good FCS squad. Dan Hawkins, the coach. It's the Big Twelve. You remember? You remember him? Yeah, we, Saint we Intermurals. Go play Intermurals, brother. San Diego State. Speaking of which, uh, welcoming the uh, future conference foe in uh, week three, week four at Washington State. Mm. Five Utah at home at Cal, and then UCLA at home. We know that Oregon State, the 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 trip up there, it's one of the weird road trips in the Pac-12. It's always a, always a tough spot. Sean, you alluded to it earlier. I'm already licking my chops as as Oregon State going to be a nice dog against Utah there. Yeah. Oh, Utah uh, especially, because especially, I mean, on a Friday night, they're going to be. See, the Sean's getting into the Oregon State uh, Beavers already. Right? Yeah. We've already covered that on the. Co- I think uh, oh. the only thing is it seems a little chalky now because I think me, Nick, Patty, C, all said. Dude, Utah's well, going to lose that Friday. T- Utah's not the same team on the road. That's and that's that. And even UCLA, I think they got a shot. The uh, that what's, Utah, real quick, that Utah game already has a time. It is 9 p.m. Eastern, so 6 so p.m. local. But you know what's going to happen? They're going to beat Utah and then lose to Cal the next week because they're, they're going to be so yeah, so high after being is, a top would 10 be, win. That would be classic. So I think I think there's. De- I mean, they could be seven and zero in this stretch, but also knowing Oregon State. Again, still some questions at quarterback, especially if they're starting a true freshman. Uh, or I'm here in the uh, or Big Cinco. I I just was not so. I think he's a redshirt freshman, but I I I'm here in that like this guy's really really good. Uh, like no, I I still so, still yeah. like first time starting. You could yeah. you could see where he could yeah. blow some games. Since but, I'm tight now with Isaiah Hodgins, former Beaver uh, and now current New York Football Giant, I'm deep into the program. I I don't think. Big Cinco's starting. Well, it's still great to have the depth. No, because, but I, I'm just saying. I, I think you're gonna. I think we could have a belldozer situation. Here. So I, I goal line I, quarterback. I, I think I think they could be seven and zero, but also there's some games here. I mean, even at San Jose State, week one. It, I guess you're not looking past them to UC Davis, but what San Jose state has a week zero game. And then you're, you're starting your season on the road. Yeah. You could, you could, you could be tripped up there. You could be tripped up at wazoo. You could lose the UCLA to Colby's point. If you beat Utah, you could have a letdown game at Cal, but I think their roster is better than every single ones except Utah, but they get Utah and San Jose state opens 31 point dog against USC on the road. They, that in week zero week, one, then they take or on Oregon State. Well, I'm assuming we'll be betting San Jose State plus 17. And that's spot. that's tempting. It's 17. At 17 uh, yeah, point. I think it is dog. tempting. I mean, Sh- Chevron Cordero's back. You gotta, at QB. gotta see him play. Yeah. But so I'm gonna right. say five and two probably for five and two. seven. Sure. I'm gonna go six and one if not yeah, seven and zero. Oh. It's possible. Like I, I actually, like I said, I think their roster is better than everyone's except Utah. All right, I like now. it. Sean's trying to be six pessimistic. And one. Give me six and one. Uh, I'm. I'll, I'll go five and a half. Split the difference. Uh, at, at Arizona, coming out of the bye, so they do have a back to back here, but it's not the worst back to back. At Arizona, at Colorado, again, Colorado, Colorado, we might know Colorado to be frauds at this point. Stanford, you gotta love speak that for yourself, stretch right, right, right here. That's a three game stretch against some of the weakest teams, and then you come out of it, and it, it's it's a real uh, gauntlet where you have Washington and at Oregon in civil the, war in the civil war. Do they still call it that? Yeah. Oh, nice. It's truly a civil war because Ocho Cinco, or not Ocho Cinco. Uh, what's my the QB the QB's name? What are you talking? Uh, about? The Clemson transfer, oh, DJ Cinco. Big, yeah, yeah, Big Cinco. Big Cinco's brother plays for Oregon, so oh. we got a, we got a civil war, a real civil. Maybe civil they'll war. start Big Cinco yeah. just to just to. I, if I so if I'm getting them to nine and three, I gotta have them going four and one in this stretch. 
which is possible. Uh, certainly. Yeah. I mean, and, and six and one, I think honestly, now looking at it, six and one in the first seven, three and two in the back half, this feels like a nine and three team, especially so you're getting plus one thirty on the over. They, I like the over a lot, man. I, I think they could see Washington and Oregon are, are not as physical. Like when Oregon was under crystal ball, no, they the were a lot more physical the, yeah. the home schedule. I, I'm going to buy into Colby's well, scouting of the red shirt freshman quarterback. Well, if I, not, you have Ocho Cinco, which are not Ocho Cinco, <laughs> but uh, God damn it. What the fuck is, well, it? What is his real name? Big, big sink. No. DJ. Yes. yes. Big no, Cinco. ukulele. Uh, <laughs> He's so mad. They do have he, six road games. That's that is abnormal. For a power five, and just the fact team. you can use that they had a lawn chair last year. So even if six six road even games. if uh, ukulele can't uh, throw the ball, he's mobile. So like you can just do option read stuff. We yeah. call it out yeah. when a team only has four road games. So when they have six, we should also at, le- at least note it, right? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean again, they should probably be okay at Arizona, at Colorado. The Cal game actually scares me the, the most because it's the sandwich spot between them hosting Utah and UCLA well, and, and Washington as with Oregon looking ahead, like looking ahead to the civil war Fantastic. on a short week. Oregon, I mean, those are great games, but that that's a tough spot, obviously to finish. It's probably going to come down to those last two games. Currently the, the couple game Oregon state is a eight point dog to Oregon. Oh, give me the points right now. Give me the points. Yeah. Give me the points. These look headlines are great. All right. Uh, shall we move? I, I, so I think I'm being a little bit of a fan here, but the tiebreaker is it's more fun to be a fan and it's more fun to bet one plus one thirty. So I will take the over here. UCLA also eight and a half plus one twenty to the over minus one forty to the under fifteen to one to win the Pac 12, 36 to one to win the or to make the college football playoff and and one fifty to one to win the national championship. This has to reflect like their futures odds, not truly matching up with where their win total is, is pretty interesting in terms of like, is the UCLA crowd just not gamblers? Oregon State fans are all in on their squad. It's it's weird. They have longer odds on the conference and college football playoff, but shorter odds when it comes to the natty. None of it makes sense. If I had to guess, Oregon State fans are just very excited to bet on their team. Now I think win the conference. I think if you're a UCLA fan, aka Scott Bowser, you probably well you're happy because a you know when Michigan canceled that home and home, you now you now have an FCS in North Carolina Central. So soft. You know, last year they played an FCS for the first time ever. UCLA did because of Michigan canceling it. But then you add in the fact they don't play Oregon. They don't play Washington. They get schedule came up pretty good. They, and they brought in the, uh, their DC is from the Ravens. So you think, all right, chip Kelly, um, you know, not a defensive whiz. You give him, give him someone from the Ravens that should, should certainly help. And and you get all, not only do you get those four teams I mentioned that we is they're projected to struggle. You get them all in a row, Stanford, Mm. Colorado, Arizona, and Arizona state. So uh, you got to like that. Um, the question is, are they going to be starting a freshman quarterback? I think there's a lot of speculation that they are. Yeah, it looks like Dante uh, Moore, yeah. Moore is the leader in the clubhouse right now. I mean, you're losing DTR, who had twelve thousand five hundred twenty-two all-purpose yeah, yards. Auto fade for me on them this year. Leading, leading the, leading the, uh, I think all-time uh, quarterback in yards. So certainly he that's a huge like hole, years. and it yeah. felt like. Chip Kelly and the program got some momentum these past couple years under DTR. They had that 
they had obviously a couple letdown games uh, last season to keep them out of the playoffs, but it did feel like overall this was a really good year. I think the problem is is if you're telling me you're starting a freshman quarterback, um, yeah, I, and the same goes for Oregon State with their redshirt freshman. But Oregon State's road schedule is a lot better than look. They have UCLA is going to have to play at San Diego State. You know they're going to be excited for that one. At Utah, chalk that up as a loss right now because I, I, last time a freshman quarterback won in Rice Eccles was probably like 1950. Uh, then you got to go to Corvallis with a freshman quarterback, and then yeah. Arizona, who beat you last year, and then you get the USC game. So I don't know about the road schedule. So, yeah, there. let's run through it. Coastal. They opened with Coastal, but not on. Well, the and they did. They did pick up the number one college running back uh, in the transfer portal, Carson Steele. So shout out to Carson. True. True. I mean, that, that, that could, is a fucking beast. Well, I do think we could see a slightly different version of the UCLA offense. Maybe a little bit more uh, run heavy. Maybe a little bit more physicality. I mean, that's why you Shit, would bring in. No. That's why you would bring in a Carson Steele if you realize, like, hey, I don't have DTR. Maybe I don't have some of the quarterback running stuff that I got with him. Maybe yeah. a slight change of pace for Chip I, here. I'm, I think I'm kind of with Colby in terms of just how the schedule shakes out. It, it's, I, I, the best of the UCLA teams with Chip Kelly find a way to to not get it done in some critical spots, and I think they they have some tough spots. So coastal, but on the beautiful grass at the Rose Bowl, not the disgusting teal turf. Uh, then we a road game against San Diego State like that. This is one of those games that you you shrug your shoulders and say why you know why do major conference teams still do this to themselves when other when uh, like other teams just won't wouldn't do this at all. That's going to be a tough game yep. again. New new quarterback in a what is Chip Kelly's system? Uh, complex. Yeah, it's like it's kind it, of it complex. Yeah. It's it, it's created complexities for quarterbacks in the past. So early at San Diego State, a team that will know what they're doing. Then you have the FCS game. Then at Utah, that's an insanely tough matchup right there. And then you take and, and then the at early least you buy. Get, but at least you get Utah in September, where it's not super cold. I don't care. But, Why is yeah. UCLA getting a bye week in September? How is that going to help them? <laughs> it might after that Utah game. All right, then you got Washington. So going into the bye, what do you guys think? They they could lose two of these. They three and one. I mean, I'll take three. They'll be favored in three of them, but it would not shock. I mean, Coastal's a good team too, man. Don't just go sixteen points. Coastal's lost like three games in two years. I I feel like opening day at home. They're sixteen point favorites against Coastal. They're getting that. There there is not a line. Take the points all day on that. There is no line yet on the San Diego State game, and they are eight point dogs at Utah right now. So three and one. We I've seen we've seen the San Diego State matchup before for this UCLA team. Unfortunately, two and two. I'm uh, Colby's with me too. I, I mean, uh, they'll be favored in three of those. I I do think they could, especially you know starting a freshman lose that. What San do you think Diego the number State. is for San Diego State? You think they're what laying a t- six four? and a half? Yeah, I was gonna say six maybe. Uh, <laughs> give, me, give me our gals. All right, so then coming out of the bye, Washington State. At Oregon State, another tough road game. At Stanford, that's not not a tough one, but it's back to back. Then you have Colorado. This is an easy stretch right here. At Arizona, Arizona State. Arizona did beat them a year ago. Let's let's highlight yeah. that. Yeah, revenge, revenge spot. spot. Yeah. Arizona at State. USC, and then Cal, which is you know another another rivalry game. Lots of rivalries for the final time. For the final time, there. Final the time. Way. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm on the under man. I, I just think starting a freshman quarterback, there's too many, there's too many hiccups despite them getting a favorable schedule. I think, I think the favorable schedule is what carries them to nine and three. They it's ha- close, but I'll, I'll take the again. Hey, so, but Sean, there's three, there's three road losses in my, I know they've played well at at the Coliseum before Coliseum. They could certainly win that Not game. Th- Throw the record books out, Ryan. And I'm I'm gonna be slightly down on market compared to USC. I think the avalanche of hype and rocket high expectations for USC, I think, is kind of they certainly could trip and working in the favor of UCLA. I mean, Cal, Arizona State, Arizona, Colorado. Let's say they lose at Oregon at USC. Oh, at Oregon State, you mean Oregon State? Yeah. So Utah, they have Oregon three, State, USC. To me, but, uh, to me, yeah. there's three like. Pen, like those are pen losses. I think at Utah State and at Oregon State, I think are tough. You're right. They're, the margin's slim, but I well, still got them going nine and three. Another thing is like it's where they play Colorado and Arizona State. We think Colorado and Arizona State are just have all this turnover, but they play them on October 28th and November 11th. Like those teams are going to be figured Later, out a yeah. little bit there. I, I like the under. I mean Arizona <sighs> over. Yeah. I, I my logic. Being, Ryan, you're wearing your UCLA shirt. Come on. Uh, well. You know, it's important to be objective for the Kramer gang. <laughs> and I, I just see I see three losses to start, and I think they could lose to San Diego. I, like to me, it's very easy to get to eight and four. This feels like we a team that we're maybe really optimistic about about a quarterback in the second year of the system with Chip Kelly. You, you can't take a Chip Kelly quarterback first year. That would be my big concern. Now, now if they come out and run the ball and play a ton of defense and shock me, sure, but I'll go under. With Colby. All right, Utah, eight and a half. Last of the eight and a half, plus 105 to the over, minus 125 to the under, five to one to win the conference. Massive jump here considering they share a win total with UCLA and Oregon State. Only five to one to win the conference, nine to one to win, to make the playoff, and five, uh, 50 to one to win the national championship. You could argue this is the hardest schedule in the nation. I, so. Yeah, I mean, I think a couple of things with Utah. You, you, the first thing you always want to do with Utah is well, and, who and, do they have at home. And honestly, like eleven power fives. What makes me feel slightly better about that UCLA spot in Utah is Cam Rising coming off that ACL. Like he might not be one. He might not even be starting week one. Two. I mean, maybe they hold him until that first game back. And your first game back from an ACL injury. Yeah, but I mean, he he blew out his ACL in the fucking Rose Bowl. Like that is a quick turnaround. I know ACL has gotten better over the years, but still, September twenty third at home against the Bruins. It's their home. Eight points. It's their homecoming. They never, they never lose in Salt Lake City. It, it's like their homecoming, and they're coming off of a game against Weber State. Weber State's Which, good. Uh, FCS Col- playoff team. Just you know, um, mark your uh, Colby defends the FCS team bingo square. Well, they're they're a playoff team. That means they're probably better than Virginia Tech. Oh, yes, they whoa, definitely are. Whoa. All right. Uh, so. Whoa. Sorry, buddy. It just to me. I what felt like you got a little defensive there. The, the, the big FCS. <laughs> the big flag on the Utes is. It's a tough start to the hey, schedule. Utes. That is a ridiculous schedule. This is with, one of the hardest schedules with yeah. the with the questions at quarterback because you know they're going to do everything. I, I again, I've seen it with plenty of quarterbacks, a la Carson Wentz, where the, they don't start him that first game. He doesn't get any of the preseason work. He's not, you know, whatever sort of new. Oh, he's going to need to start in that first game. I mean, this is a revenge game that they should have beat Florida in the swamp. They tossed I'm away that you, game. I'm telling you, I don't know, man. All right, so Florida at Baylor. 
What like what? what That's what, tough, dude. Look whoa. at the non-con. And then you got Weber State. Uh, UC- it was a classic little brother situation. They're located yeah, a couple hours true. away. Yeah, they could have a they could have a losing record going into. The and bye. then you got UCLA, aka homecoming, and then at Oregon State, tough road Brutal. spot there. And then the bye week, dude. They could lose three games in before the bye. They'll win their home games. I'm uh, I think three and two. I'm actually gonna say four and one, but. I think it's just. But would you be shot? I mean, Colby, I, I don't think it's that hot of a take to say because of the camera rising ACL. Also, the six-year tight end, uh, Brant Kuth, he's also coming off an ACL. Yeah, yeah, he's top a beast target, too. top target for. Him. They got guys though. They just got a receiver from Florida State in the portal. Well coached. Like, yeah, I mean, that guy's a fucking like. You could make a case I, he's one of the best coaches in America. I got to know with some Utah fans at the Rose Bowl, so I'm going to be out on Utah regardless. Oh. But uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, getting Andy Ludwig, you know, this is their offensive coordinator, almost took the Notre Dame job, and then he said, said you know, I want to stay at Utah, and I think it's smart because he's got Cam Rising back. They've been in the same system for a while. I think they're probably going to go four and one, but uh, they could lose at Baylor. Three and two. Yeah, the Baylor game's tricky because. All right, so even I, I think three and two, but uh, two and three is not crazy mm. to me. Yeah, I mean this schedule is ridiculous. This I is mean this, three yeah. and two, and then yeah, look at the rest of the schedule. They, Coming off the bye, they're home against the Cal Golden Bears. Kay. Then they have at USC, Oregon at home, Jesus. Arizona State at home, at Washington, at Arizona. Little back to back road Iggy there, and then Colorado. That, uh, I, it it I closes wanna, out nicely. No, no, but I want to highlight the fact that they get Arizona State and Colorado in November. Yeah, it's going to basically time. be like be like year two teams now because they'll they'll have that figured out. Those teams have talent, man, and and, and you could see we coming, aka Ooh. Dion. Uh, another high elevation team where nothing to oh. lose. Realizing, Ooh. hey, maybe we yeah. maybe we did have a little bit of a down stretch in the middle of the no season. No fucking Go out way. On their shield the and upset, dude. You. Fuck you. It is Rice Eccles, which they never. This is a, a you know, it's it's a great home field advantage. So I don't know that Arizona State and Colorado win, but they're certainly going to get the best of Arizona State and Colorado because they're going to be a lot better in There's November. There's so many ways this team can get to four losses. So many. Oh yeah. Like uh, I could come up with a million scenarios. I mean, not a million, but you know what I mean? Like serum. I mean, starting out Oh, and two, isn't, isn't right. completely. Unthinkable. So I would say three and two Love in the first the stretch. Like if I just go super basic and say, well, I, I think they're going to be favored over Oregon at home probably. So let's just say they win their road games or their home games. Yeah, that that's that's three more after the what four more after the bye, so I'm already at seven. I need two I, wins out of a at Arizona, at Washington, at USC, at Oregon State. I, I don't see it. I don't see it either, dude. I don't see the two I, wins. I think they're right on that number, but I got them losing Oregon State. I got them losing at USC, but. And they would need to beat Baylor and then either beat Oregon State or Washington or USC. And that, but you know what though, man? Oh, I guess Arizona. Let me trust. Let me trust Whittingham. Give me the over. They. When's the last time they didn't win nine games? Yeah, I feel like it's been a while. Isn't that every? I guess the competition's up, but. Look, we just walked. It is a the hard schedule, schedule though. Yeah, they they, they gotta, didn't draw Stanford. The, the Florida Baylor start makes no sense. To me. Yeah, it's brutal. No sense. No, and, no and, other and conferences point, do that. Weber Colorado State is a well Utah. put together FCS yeah. team. Oh, we're all in the under. We stand with you, Sean, in your fight no, I against. Took, I, I think he gets it done somehow. Oh, right? What are you doing? Eight and a half, four losses. I we got just the said we couldn't find the two wins. Oregon no, State. We just said we couldn't find USC, them. USC, <laughs> we Washington. 
All right. I said no, one get, if I buy no, no, land, no. two if uh, I sea. Play, play my music. Give me the under. Yeah. Well, no, you. You've Benedict the Benedict. All right. So we stand with Sean and his fight against the uh, the zealots of Utah. So no, Colby doesn't. Colby's no. on the over. No, no. just Benedict to the under. What? No, he, he did a double Benedict. He talked yeah. under. He then picked you can't over. Double save with double <laughs> And then he said, and then he came back to the under. I was looking up the Cam uh, or yeah. the Kyle Whittingham uh, stats. When's the last time he didn't win nine? Well, 2020, he went well, three and two. That doesn't count. Four games. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't count. 2017, he went seven and six. Okay. But there's some seasons. It's a while ago, though, man. But when's the yeah. last time the Pac 12s had this many pretty good teams? It's been a minute. Yeah. Been, this, All right. Yeah. Well, next up, the Huskies. Well, that, uh, that's a 12 game schedule, too. Well, a lot of these probably include. The nine game conference schedule suddenly yeah. is not a great idea when half your conference is a good fucking team. And. And it yeah. looks like a heart, like, and and you wonder why you missed the playoffs because yeah. every, <laughs> everyone's you're, gonna play. You're playing each other. four coin flip yeah. games against other top twenty-five teams. All right, so you got Washington, the Huskies. Uh, we got to sale sale game one of these. I I I I really should tap into the family connections because I'm pretty sure I could get us a, a situation with some sale gating. We got to look into this in the future. We all we and we love Huskies. Big pro dog show here yep. on the program. Uh, shout out DMX nine and a half plus one twenty to the over minus one forty to the under. Three eighty to win the conference, seven to one to make the playoff, thirty-five to one to win the Natty. They 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 probably are one of the programs in the Pac-12, and maybe Colby can correct me if I'm wrong here, but they're one of the Pac-12 programs that seems like they truly like the combination of like historical pedigree and money and want. This like Washington could be back in the near future. Oh, Debauer! They might is be the right now. coach for it. Well, and uh, yeah. especially well, the Michael, problem is they Michael went Pettig's real high profile. They went really wrong with the coach. That was a little of the problem. What are you talking about, Debauer? No, the last. Game. Oh, Jimmy Lake. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was like that. That was like too many degrees removed from the source and and Peterson. So yeah, but this you're right. I mean, it's a program that made the the playoffs not that long ago, and then uh, how many national championships they won. They won one in '91 with Mark Bruner and Mark Brunel. Uh, More recently than a lot of schools. 2001, they had the same record, and they basically or well, 2000. That's back, that's one of back when two. you didn't yeah. actually play. You yeah, just, you yeah. just you just hung a banner and said, "We yeah. we are the national." <laughs> you get you get like a publication. Uh, you know, it's like the Waterloo, Iowa Register is is sitting there oh, saying, yeah. oh, no, "I think Iowa's national champion." Yeah, you just need yeah. one one person to do. It. We can be that person. I, well, don't side. don't make fun of that idea because we crown the. Uh, DJ, we crown the Senior March Madness. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I absolutely think we should just start. We we should start crowning schools national champions. <laughs> oh, I've already been doing it. On, have you been listening to the team? Previews? Oh, let's get it. Let's get the let's get the PR machine behind it. Let's make sure we're getting it, out it up. There. Yeah. So uh, look, I, I think I, I'm I, I'm interested to see what Colby has to say about Washington this year because first off, uh, the higher was fantastic. Uh, yeah. We, uh, we've heard you, you talk know. about him. Um, and obviously, uh, you know, I think that you have a lot of reason to be excited if you're a Washington fan, because the receiving core might be among the best of the nation. Maybe Ohio state would be the only one that you could say. Definitely. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's going to be tricky because the, the pack 12 is, is crazy, but the f- that you got to like the fact that uh, Michael Penix, 15 to one to win the Heisman. I mean, second in the nation in passing last year. Obviously, defense is where things get a little wonky there. Hundredth in the nation last year. Yeah. What have they done to improve defense? Well, uh, you know what? The year before, they were actually really good at defense. So it, it's 
just the fact that there's a lot of good quarterbacks in the in the Pac-12, but the the secondary is the question mark. I think coming into this year, I think the defensive line is actually pretty good. And yeah, Braylon Trice, sixty-seven pressures, nine sacks. Offensive line, they are returning their two tackles, but uh, interior line, a little bit of a question. Yeah, there. and I, I think they want to run more this year between the tackles. They brought in Dylan Johnson, the running back from Mississippi State. Uh, so it's nine gonna be and a half, man. You look at the the road schedule here. Did you? Uh, how deep did you go into hit the, the the coach uh, to to? Uh, oh, I know all about to, him. To ba- Back to at ba- Sioux Falls. I was gonna yeah. say I'm looking into this. He's, He's it's like perennial national man. champion yeah. at the NAIA level. Uh, has a bunch of uh, GPAC conference wins and national championships, and then yeah, I guess, I mean. I don't know. I, it, I like I said this. They have the means. They're kind of like uh, Auburn. If Auburn had uh, dignified people and money and teeth and knew how to read, <laughs> and was in Seattle, and they they went they they were on a boat before the game. Yeah, yeah, but a dude, lot of differences, dude. There, I but. mean, I think the one flaw you would say is the the four final games of the season. Yeah, uh, November yeah. is a tough month, especially when you only can lose two games if you're trying to hit the over. Is that twelve minus? Okay, yeah, ten and two. The match. That's how we get yeah. there. Well, so, all right, you, they'll you be want, favorite. I think want, in every game. Yeah, let's talk games. schedule because yeah. I, I think to your point, we'll see if they're they're going to be glare. It's like they're it's it's not about them being favored in every. It's like there's so many of these coin flip games that are, are going to be right between the threes. Boise. They so they open against Boise State, then Tulsa. Uh, that we get a little, little golden hurricane in the Pacific North mm, Northwest. You don't mm. usually see those types of weather patterns up there, Colby. Then at Michigan State, that's. Hey, it's a. I mean, it's, it's still a big midnight power five. Mal? It's a road power. Well, five. it's a revenge spot because they fucked up Michigan yeah. State a year ago. And it's a road power five, so no, no matter uh, how you how you slice it, then you get the Cal Golden Bears at home and at Arizona. Obviously, the home games are very very winnable here. And All I, of them are winnable I, here. I would say yeah. I don't see them losing to Arizona. So it comes down to like how could they, they be shocked by Michigan State or what do you think that spreads? Well, Michigan be? State's got that rich dude who owns the Suns just throwing money left and yeah, right. Yeah, but I mean they lost like right after the spring game. They lost the, players. Their starting quarterback for the past two years, Ooh, Peyton Thorne, is that bad? Got bought by Auburn, and then their wide oh, receiver. I don't think you can say that. Their wide receiver from uh, these their, are human <laughs> beings, Colby. They have like a, a, a NFL wideout that got bought, Keon Coleman by Florida State. So uh, you know. <laughs> It's such a funny way to put it. All right, so going to the bus. So you're saying undefeated? Probably. Uh, that cow game is tricky after coming cross country. I think. What's cross country? Michigan. Yeah. Uh, sh- yeah, At least g- four and one, maybe five and zero. Oh. Give me five and zero. Oh, fuck it. I think the Michigan State game turns into a, a statement game that no one's able to see because it's on Peacock. <laughs> Coming off the bye, we got the Oregon Ducks on October fourteenth. Then the Arizona State Sun Devils at who, who who upset them a year ago. So revenge yeah. will be on the yeah. mind at Stanford, at USC. A little back to back road spot in two places that I can't imagine scare too many people's uh, Utah, and then at Oregon State, following up with a Washington That's State a brutal Apple end of the Cup season. final home. four games. I I would say these. It's not. The most crushing road schedule. I think they can beat Stanford on the road. Uh, I certain. Hopefully, they don't get caught up with a look ahead. I certainly. I'll mark an L for Oregon State. I think the Utah game obviously will be big time. I, I mean, if you, if you look at the spreads that are available, uh, 
Um, 15 points against Boise State to open the season, but then Washington. What do you think the Washington Michigan State's gonna spread's gonna be, Colby? I would say Washington minus six. It's twelve. Wow. Washington's okay. laying a point and a half against Oregon for for reference point, and Washington is catching six against USC. So, kind of kind of uh, helps you see where everything lands. To me, when you look at the back half of the schedule, there if they, if they are, I think this is one of those teams I would probably we were discussing this with the NFL, but it almost feels like we do, we could do some alt win total action here, where high variance for Washington. Well, I, it feels I mean, they like could go, gonna, eleven they, and one is is definitely reasonable. Yeah, but, but so also is, is eight and four. That's yeah. kind of where like I'm if I at. had to choose right now, it's eight and four. So what are the where are the four losses? Or nine and three? I, give I, me the four I'll losses. Go nine and I, I three. Could, I could give you them. I could give, give me you the losses. Uh, the losses because they only have five road games. Well, I I, I I expect them to lose at USC and at Oregon State. So, okay, but that's then you two. have Utah sandwiched in there, so Utah is capable of beating them. Um, you know what? Uh, so they, they only need you're right. Cause Sean did, did give us the math to start it. And I used the same logic <laughs> for Utah, which was, I can find the two losses. I can find the two losses, but my, I guess my counter would be if, if, if I'm, if, if they are good and they are that team, I could see them beating like Sean was right to say that maybe USC could trip and maybe that's where one of the places they're tripping. Yeah. yeah give me it's at eight and a half, right? I just oh, like it's at nine and a half, right? Yeah. That's and the and thing. Eight yeah. and a half. You could talk me into the nine and three feels like the perfect record for Washington. I'll, I don't love laying the minus one forty, but uh, yeah, this is not going in the lock pile because I'll take a flyer on the over here. I, I think I'm with you. Ten and two. I think, ten with, two. I think I'm with you. Cause I, I also I just like we uh, doing the spring leagues has really given me appreciation for coaches that know how to coach. So I, I'd like to I'd like to be on the side of good coaches. So what they avoid UCLA, yeah. They avoid Colorado. That's not you don't you probably want. I think Colorado. that Oregon game's tricky for them. What is the third team they're missing? They right? they, they that... catch the entire so they play USC, Oregon, Utah, UCLA. I mean, uh, sorry, so in Oregon good State teams. It is yeah, a tough. And the the problem is, is it's November. Cause I, I have a feeling that could be undefeated, but the wheels could easily fall off. You see that all the time with teams where you lose one game. Like if you, if they lose to USC, it's like, Oh, and then Utah gets to come in there. Yeah. Like imagine yeah. to Colby's point they're they're a one loss team going into Saturday, November 4th at USC, they lose another one. <clears throat> I hate. And, <clears throat> and then you have <throat> essentially, you know, you, you, I can, then you realize yeah. like, Hey, our season's done. No, I, I like it. I like, I, this offense, I mean the the continuity, the fact that he worked with Penix in Indiana uh, all, all those years ago, pre-pandemic. Like it, it feels like this could be one of those special seasons. So I'm gonna I'll jump on it with right? you. Ten and two. Ten and two. I once gave out Washington as a dark horse to make the college football playoff. With Phil Steele, really? right? Dare I do it again? <laughs> Oregon. Also nine and a half here, plus one hundred to the over, minus one twenty to the under. Two ninety is the Pac twelve price. Six to one to make the playoff, thirty to one to win the Natty. I, I, Oregon, you just get fatigued with the, them being a good team every year. They're they're another one where I think a lot a lot gets kind of shed out in the schedule. They have some interesting scheduling choices, I would say. And again, you, you're kind of looking to see like how many teams from the top did they avoid? Well, Only first UCLA. Off, I think, yeah, and then they add 
Texas Texas Tech is actually Texas like Tech? really really uh, a That's team a emerging. Fucked up road trip. Yeah, I think they could lose that. I actually think I I probably take Texas Tech if I had to pick that right now. Th- um, those are not major airports. They're I really I really like this Oregon team. Really? Yeah. I I think you can I think like it's, the team. I think it's another good year for the offense. I I like the continuity that they have on defense, and I think you know up here at the top, I think. I think they could be a team that like makes a nice jump here with Lanning having a defensive mind. Um, you know, they could make the difference. So I, I'm on board with Oregon. I think the road schedule is pretty brutal. Going to Lubbock, going to Seattle, going to Salt Lake City, and then by the time they play Arizona State, that's November 18th. I mean, this thing you'll have your turducken in your fridge, Sean. Um, uh, so. The, Probably not. But they Probably play Oregon. They play Oregon State at home. They play USC at home. Yeah, but those are like 50-50 games. They play the Washington they at home. No, they don't. Or, they, sorry, Washington, Washington State. State. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm on the under. I I, I think. I know, like this Oregon team. I what think they, they lose? Co- Colby, what did they lose? Their offense coordinator, Kenny Dillingham, went to Arizona State. And so you think Bo Nix, another new offense to lo- to learn, or they keep they'll probably on. be fine. They're still talented, but they're I just returning think- a bunch of starters. Because if you throw out that Georgia game, they lost by three to Washington and by four to Oregon State on the road. And those are both games they they probably should win. Like True, minus they beat that- Utah by three in Eugene, a lot of close games. they're not going to win that one in Salt Lake City. You know what I mean? A lot like- of close games. The and, three and- point win at uh, Pullman. Yeah, and that oh, they should have lost that game. This is the uh, this is the Ducks year. Remember that clip we had quack. of uh, us all going quack quack yeah. quack. And then they lost ourselves. by like hundred. They lost yeah. forty nine to three. Uh, no, I'm on the under. I think though. we were a year too early on the Oregon uh, thing, and I think this is the year. Bo Nix. Bo Nix, dude. Bo Nix was good. I, I know every, it's fun every to talk quarterback in the Pac-12 is good. But they, you know? they I, but that's why I like Oregon because I think they're going to take a nice little jump here, second year in the landing scheme. That's actually a great. Point, Colby. If oh, I'm if shot. I'm comparing him to the other quarterbacks that we are discussing on these teams, so you Caleb Williams, you have Bo Nix, you have Michael Penix, you have Cam Rising, you have unnamed young person, and you have Cam Ward, Jaden Delora. Uh, you have yeah. you you have uh, incredible young. Uh, who's the Oregon State young kid or DJU? I, I don't need know if Bo Nix is in the top two or three. So certainly not the top two, because Caleb I think, Williams I think and Michael go, Penix yeah, are clear yeah. top two for me. Yeah, I think you're right, and then you know then it gets a little interesting. But um, Oregon, you know, I, I, they still have the home. Well, we should just walk through the schedule because I, I think I, I think they they have laid out their schedule in a way where it's both like oh yeah, love the start, but why are we going to Lubbock week two? They they start with Portland State, the Vikings, love it win. Uh, obvious win on the Pac-12 network, so maybe not a win if you're trying to watch it. At Texas Tech, the Raiders. Th- this win. is loss. This is not a. This oh. is a very difficult you trip. D- you know Texas Tech's quarterback is Ty- uh, Tyler Shuck. Uh, he. We remember him from uh, DGen the yes. college football, but you, you know uh, he. Uh, they brought in Bo Nix to replace him, uh, so it's personal. Oh, I like wow. Texas Tech to get this done in Lubbock. Texas Tech also should have a really good defense. Great first year, man. Joey McGuire comes in, had the best, had the, the their best season since Mike Leach. Uh, in, this is a tough spot for Oregon. Why did they make this game? Yeah, it's it's it's. I, I'm going I'm going Red Raiders there. But then they got the good news is you got Hawaii, and at least you get Colorado and Stanford, both new coaches in September. 
Yeah, yeah. no, this is uh, five and zero. Oh. I think four and one. Five and one. Four and five and zero. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I think we're class- five and zero. Oh. Are you not aware of how the Pac-12 works? Yeah, they, they don't do well. They lose games, so it hurts their playoff chances. Coming out of the bye, you got at Washington, Loss. Washington State at home, win at Utah. Jesus Loss. Christ, that's a sandwich spot at Washington State too. That they could be in that that might that's a dangerous spot. Remember, you like you said, close win in Pullman last year. Wazoo should have won that uh, game. Cal year, yeah. Cal Bears after that, then USC at Arizona State, Oregon State. Too much. Uh, so they definitely under. catch they catch some some games at home that 11 are eleven nice. and one. Eleven and one. Are they where, so they're. They're winning at Utah. Yeah. Oh wow. Gonna lose at Arizona That's, State. It, no, I I don't know. Don't, I don't you, know where the loss. He doesn't know ball, Colby. He doesn't I, know ball. I don't know where the loss Starting comes. To worry about him, huh? But I'm high on this Oregon team. He's already in Costa Rica. Oregon over nine and a half. Love it. And give me the plus one. I found three loss. Is th- is nine and three good enough for the over? Dude, I think they could go. They're seven. gonna lose. They're gonna. I lose. wouldn't be surprised. They went seven and Salt. five. They're gonna lose in Utah. They're gonna lose in Lubbock, and they're gonna lose in Seattle. Easy money under. This is that. That was one of the easiest ones we've done. Quack, quack, motherfucker. You want me to bring up the 2022 college? Uh, bring it up, thing? bitch. All right. <laughs> you like to tout me and, I Col- had over, me and Colby I are looking at locks. the. Me and Colby are looking at the windshield. <laughs> you're 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 cruising around looking in the rear view. <laughs> USC nine and a half minus one ninety to the over. Did I write that down right? Under plus one fifty. Conference odds are two to one. Uh, playoff two thirty national championship fourteen to one. Uh, look, Caleb Williams is. We were discussing this in the office before the episode. I I I can't remember a guy coming with so. And I obviously the internet is affecting this and changing this, but I can't remember someone coming in with so much college hype and NFL hype at the same time. You rarely. Tanking for guys like I guess Tua had some of that hype. Now that I'm thinking back, tank for Tua, uh, Trevor, Andrew. Imagine Luck. tanking for a guy who can't throw a football, really. But it's not often you have this level of hype surrounding no, a, a, a prospect. Now, how did Andrew Luck finish his career? Beat the shit out of Virginia Tech, I believe. We yeah. were in the and that unfortunate. I beautiful craps run. I actually was late to the to catching the kickoff at the win, Sean. I was out oh. in Vegas because I was playing craps. I went on a huge bender. Uh, won a bunch of money and then watched uh, Tyrod get it get his ass beat by Andrew Luck in the uh, Orange Bowl, maybe Festival. I forget. Uh, yeah, I I would say it's just this level of hype seems like it has to come crashing down at some point. The not being in the soft, what was a soft Big Twelve with Lincoln Riley and his offensive gimmicks. And the but Heisman they get a factory. nice schedule, though, man. The first like what six games are you, they they catch Arizona State and Colorado, brand new coaches in the first month. You gotta love you gotta love the schedule. Then playing the week zero game, you know, gives them two buys essentially, or what not. I'd say they yeah. have an extended preseason. Like it, the way their their schedule sets up, they I have. I mean, an ex- Nevada's awful. Stanford's. Look, they get three new. They get three coaches in September that are brand new coaches. Stanford, Arizona State, and Colorado. Pac-12 doing some favors to USC before they leave. Feels saying, like hey. their season starts Sunday, October fourteenth yes. at Notre Dame. Yes, and that that's this is a gauntlet back end. I don't know if you prefer to have all your good games on the back end or just spread them out. I think that matters because you know guys get banged up. The grind becomes it becomes a little bit more like that NFL grind where every every game's tough. You're not getting rest. I certainly don't think this is an easy schedule. I think the fact that they're going 
to Notre Dame. They have the the trip to to Oregon, obviously. Even the Arizona State Colorado thing. It's a back. There's a back to back situation. Ryan, going on we there. talk about this all the time in the NFL. USC really benefited from a pretty crazy turnover margin last year, plus twenty two. So again, if they don't get that fumble luck, the ball doesn't bounce their way uh, as much as it did. Also, eighth worst in yards uh, allowed per play. So again, the turnovers bail you out of having a shitty defense. There were six and a half yards per play defensively. Like having a plus twenty-two, you're able to hide your flawed defense. Yes, and, uh, and because you have Caleb Williams, I still think and they like also, the road I, I schedule's think, nice. I think they have a target on their back. It's weird. I'm I'm kind of out on USC, but then man. Like looking at the schedule, I'm like, God, it yeah. does feel like they could get to ten and two. So, so last even year, even though I'm not high on them yeah. overall, like at least where they're hyped. So last year, they basically lost to Utah twice, and they should have lost to Oregon State. They also, um, you know, they they played. If you remember that Notre Dame game, they played uh, certainly like Notre Dame's going to feel like they can do something this year. I just don't think Notre Dame's that good, though. Well, that's fair. Yeah, they weren't that good last year either, though. Uh, I, I it's like at you, Notre Dame, so maybe, but I just feel like USC's on a different they, level. They didn't have uh, Oregon on the schedule last year, they, but but they had Oregon State, which is not on the schedule this year. That's fine. Yeah, but I, I think the trips. But look, I mean, I think they could lose those last two games at Oregon and UCLA at home. I'm higher the way they those teams. The than, schedule makes it so they have Utah, Washington. Oregon, UCLA, four out of five weeks with a Cal Cal game. Actually, I think Cal is going to be the one that gets them. Throw in Notre Dame, actually. The last six weeks of the schedule, because of course they have a bye week. Yeah, did we walk through the whole thing? Yeah, so I'll read it off again. But at no, well, actually, no, we didn't. Let's just go through it. So they start with San Jose State. San Jose, zero. Is San Jose State in the Pac-12 now. I, they, they should. Uh, they might be. They uh, got money. Come on. They're they're honorary. Like uh, New Mexico State is in the SEC. <laughs> so, uh, San Jose. Well, at least this one geographically yeah, makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. San Jose State, Nevada. Well, you go up there to get the the tech money. That's what they're doing up there. Uh, Nevada, which uh, terrible team right yeah, now. I was going to say yeah. not not the same Nevada team we've seen in the past. And then you have Stanford, the Cardinal, who. Could be one of the worst teams. Well, and they it. get them every year because of the legend, the historical the rivalry. rivalry quote but they're, they, 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 that, this is why the Pac 12 should have said, fuck you what? to this game because they're the ones quitting. You should have been like, hey, you can't get this layup. Here, every here's time. the red flag. We got a bye week. So this is the earliest one we've seen. Week yeah. three. Yeah. Why do you need a bye week three? So I've heard though it's because of the Notre Dame game. They would give them the bye week October well, 14th. Ridiculous. And because of the Notre Dame game, which I guess. They don't want to play Notre Dame in November in South Bend because it's too cold. Pussies. So they they say they want it in October. All right. So then yeah. coming out of the they're three and zero oh, coming out of that, the bye. again. That's that's part of the thing that's annoying about college football. I know, I know you love the pageantry, the marching, the flags. But Colby, the fact that you get to like decide and negotiate your schedule. What's great about the National Football yeah. League is they go, hey, here's your schedule. Fucking deal with it. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. But that that's the beauty of going to a large playoff. That's true. Is that you're going to schedule yeah. more aggressively. You're not going to care. Yeah, you call me. <laughs> <laughs> so coming off the bye, you have a back-to-back. It, it still is a back-to-back road spot at Arizona State at Colorado. I know 
Colby's been chirping about you want to see these teams early, not late. So probably a benefit to get them in September. Of, They're co- uh, of course, it's a benefit. Yeah. They, they would course. have to go to Colorado. It's not going to be cold. Then on you September have 30. Arizona at home, with another very winnable game. So you're six and zero. Let's just say you're six and zero here, right? No, they will be. Yeah. Now your final six games you have at Notre Dame, U- Utah at home, at Cal, Washington at home, at Oregon, UCLA at home. That is a brutal stretch. There are definitely two losses in there. Yes. I've watched what, what's the win total? Nine and a half, right? Nine and a half. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There are definitely two. Yeah. Is can we find like can we get ourselves to a third loss there? Because again, sure you can, but they, they do have the best player in the country. Utah oh, has their fucking number. Yeah, but Utah on the road, I know they beat them, but that's a little trickier. They now. beat them in a neutral site last year, and they beat them in Utah last year. True. So they beat them twice. I kind of feels like they. I think have they their won number. their last time in in uh, L.A., but that was Clay Helton there. I think the sandwich the the sandwich spots they have where Utah sits between Notre Dame and Cal, Cal and then you have Cal, uh, Washington sitting between a road spot and Cal and Oregon. I just it, it this is a brutal stretch. They're they're gonna have to stay f- like. like Lincoln Riley never had to get his teams to stay this focused in the, under. In the Big Twelve. I'm taking ten and two. Give me the. I'm over. taking under because you get the yeah. plus one fifty. I, I do I, think ten I, and two is pretty reasonable, but and I just don't have UCLA on that level yet. Uh, so to do what? I like I I look at it and I see a potential loss at Oregon. And, yeah, they lose and, a- and one other loss between Utah, Cal, and, and Washington. They lose to Utah, Washington, and Oregon. Those are my three losses. Under. So they lose back to back home games. Yeah. I don't I don't give and me then the they over. fuck up UCLA. Give me the over on the Trojans, ten and two. And then uh, Caleb Williams opts out to go to the NFL. Because college doesn't matter. Sean? Yeah. Just Wh- looking at the uh, totals here, over and unders. Kramer had two overs here. I'm I'm a sharp half. I'm a sharp. I have I uh, have three and three. Colby has three and three. I have three total overs <laughs> in the entire conference. <laughs> I mean, to your point, it is high. Uh, they they do have a relatively high uh, per win. So, if you missed part one, uh, Kramer's locks are Stanford under three and a half, Cal over five and a half. I'm on the over Colorado three and a half, Cal over five and a half. Colby locked up Colorado over three and a half, Stanford under three and a half wins. Let's uh, polish off some locks here. Two more. What do you got, Kramer? All right. So it, they seem to be. It's starting to become a bit of a thing. Uh, perhaps we'll have to call them our beavers, but Oregon jump, State, jump, the jump. over. I mean, th- this is a team that brings a an a, a chainsaw out onto the field. We didn't even Ding. mention that in the preview. They literally Ding. have a fucking chainsaw on the sideline. Think about how uneasy that's got to make some of these pussy ass uh, coaches from the Pac-12. And then my second second lock, you know. Considering all the unders I have, I think it would be fitting for me to throw another over out there. Give me the Washington over. I think it's a special year. I do think Michael Penix uh, is going to bring me some money in the form of a Heisman uh, Trophy winner. I, I like that. I certainly looked t- look, like taking a look at him uh, at the pri- what's he like 14, 18 to one, something like that. So I'm going. I've only taken three overs in the entire conference, but I've locked them all up. Hmm. So wow. you have a future Kramer. Love you, Pac-12. Yeah, I think based on the conversation we just had, uh, Washington to win the conference. 
is a decent price, which then begs the question, can the Pac-12 winner miss out on the playoff? How? Depends how the rest of the the country goes. Well, 380 yeah. is the conference I think price. Just 7 the one is the is playoff. But the if they have two losses and everyone else has, has one, like Clemson plays in the ACC, they probably will only have one loss. Florida State's there. Yeah, I I mean the they fact that there's like such a years. difference in odds, I would go college football playoff price versus especially with Washington, it's almost double. Yeah, the parlay is basically, do you think is there a, you know, plus 160 chance I th- that they miss the playoff while winning the conference. Yeah, I think that's the problem with the Pac-12 and the so. Big 12 is the carnage where as yeah. a ACC Colby. team can can win one, you know, lose Washington one game. wins the conference plus 380. That's my future. Although Oregon State's a fun uh sleeper at 11 to 1. Ooh. Oh yeah. All right, so I'll <laughs> Welcome take Welcome to the party, Sean. <laughs> yeah, I do like Oregon State over 8 and a half and then uh uh, I also I do like Oregon. I think they're interesting in the future market. I am wondering if it's even possible. You know what? I'm going to go Utah under eight and a half. The Cam Rising ACL thing. I think you got or oh no, you guys did. You did end up. Um, Colby was going back and forth. I got dizzy there for a second. But Utah <laughs> under eight and a half, and then uh, I do think there's a chance Oregon really makes a run for it. So I'll go Oregon college football playoff at six to one. For my future. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna lock up Oregon State over eight and a half, and I'm gonna lock up USC over nine and a half. Ooh. Oh God, Colby. that is a disgusting. Oh. Act. You got your Lakers jersey over there. <laughs> and uh, future, let's let's have some fun on uh, on Oregon State uh, winning the Pac-12. Uh, why not? Conference. Yeah. Why yep. Not? I think that was your pick last year. They should have. If they didn't have that lawn chair. If they had a quarterback, yeah. he laid out the case. Yeah. He said if they had a quarterback, they would have won the conference. I'm I think I'm gonna invest in that real time on the show. Let's go. Hey, college football previews continue. As always, thank you for tuning in. Subscribe, rate, review, turn on, become part of the auto download army. Football is coming. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gaming Podcast. For the Sports Gaming Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. Just put a first half bet on the Washington Huskies to win the Pac 12. Kramer, let it ride.